Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to be so. The aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people who've decided to screw it, just do it. We offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow, and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast and startup advisor to global startup generator and early stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures, plus a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 271 of Screw It, Just Do It with me, Alex, on this Saturday solo episode. So today, as you saw from the title, no doubt, is the Hunger Games cull of 2020. Got your interest? Piqued your interest? <laughs> it should have done. Um, look, it's... It's been one hell of a year, hasn't it, so far? And um, things aren't getting better anytime soon. And I just wanted to mark something out, really, in that I know everybody who listens to this show, which I'm so grateful to all of you, every single, each individual one of you. Someone stopped me on the beach this morning, actually. Um, I'll share this with you, who was filming... um, I'll give him a shout out, who was filming. Um, it looked like Tai Chi, yoga. Um, somebody was filming content down on the beach at Sandbanks. They had a drone up there. They had cameramen, sound guys, and there was a troop of people. Um, it's for, for somebody who's got a business, um, health, fitness, nutrition business, basically. Anyway, they just said to me, thank you for the podcast, Alex, I listened to your show and I was just like, wow, this was literally 6.45 a.m. in the morning on the beach in Sandbanks um, when I'm recording this today. So that kind of blew me away. That was a really super cool thing to happen. Um, it's an awesome day, actually. Ended up uh, body surfing in the waves. The waves were insane. I've never seen waves like this ever, ever. They were literally as high as a ceiling, like 10 feet tall. It was nuts and it was awesome. But I digress. Um, look, what I wanted to say on today's show primarily was that I know a lot of people who listen to the show don't necessarily have their own business. They listen to the show because they want to be inspired. They want to learn how to start a business. And a lot of people are experiencing redundancy at the moment. Um I get it. I've been through it myself um, 11 years ago now. Um, Literally 11 years ago last week, I signed the paperwork to leave Virgin Atlantic Airways. So I've been an entrepreneur now for for over a decade, for just over 11 years. And you can see all my old colleagues at Virgin Atlantic, uh, which is where I worked. Um, Those of you regular listeners to the show will, will know that. That's how I met my girlfriend, now wife and mother of my children, Carly, on a flight to LA. Um... And it's all happening again. It's all happening again. The redundancies. And this is for every industry. I get it. You know, people are coming to the end of furlough. The furlough scheme is ending and companies are just making people redundant because they can't afford to take them back on um, after furlough. So 
I just wanted to talk about something um, on today's show about that. Um, and it's funny how these things pop up at the same time because I had a Facebook memory also pop up today that said five years ago, you met Trevor Jenkins in the Virgin um, office, uh, the battleship building, which is in Paddington in London. And I hadn't seen Trevor since I'd left Virgin at the time, maybe six years before that. Saw him five years ago and he was looking um, for help from Virgin Startup with regards to excuse me, with funding and mentoring for his business, which he'd had as a kind of side project, um, selling items that he would get made in China that had an airline theme, like a 1950s airline theme to it, which was like makeup bags, um, purses, passport holders, tights, that kind of thing. And it's funny, you kind of look back now and literally today, as I'm recording this, um, the Facebook group that Trevor and I and our former colleague Simon Costello set up back in uh, April is about to hit 5,000 members, 5,000 Facebook members. It's called Not Just Crew. It's for current and former cabin crew and basically started it as a as a co-host of the podcast. It's a live podcast show that we do in the Facebook group. And it's just snowballed and snowballed that we're uh, the last episode we did on Monday has now had three and a half thousand views after like 72 hours, not even 72 hours, uh, 60 something hours. Um, and it's been amazing. It's been really, really super cool. It's been an amazing experience reconnecting with friends, etc. Um, and Trevor's just lost his job. He found out he lost his job yesterday, along with many, many other former colleagues of mine. And, and many of them lost their jobs um, just over a month ago when they did the first cull. And it's happened again. And so I just wanted to read um, this story out um, that somebody posted in the group. We're doing a live with him tonight. He used to work for the airline as well. And it's just a story um, that it might resonate with you. If you're going through this at the moment, um, you will go through a process. I went through it myself. It didn't actually feel real that I was leaving the airline. You know, it, it was a lifestyle for me. It wasn't a job. It was a lifestyle. Every week I'd be leaving the country and I'd be flying somewhere and I'd be staying in that country for at least a day, often two, three or more days. And it was one hell of a lifestyle. I have to say, I absolutely loved it. Um, but look, no matter what, job you've lost, you will be going through a process. Um, it's completely natural. And so I just wanted to put this post out today. Um, for those of you who don't necessarily, uh, who you're not an entrepreneur right now, you're not a business owner, but you listen to the show because you want to be that. Maybe you've already started making plans for that. Maybe you've got a side hustle as well. Maybe you've got a job and a side hustle, um, a side project that you're you're looking to go all in on. And maybe this, maybe being made redundant, as is happening to Trevor, my friend, is the nudge that you need to actually go for it, to not have that safety net of that job. And at the moment, you might be looking at it like the worst thing in the world and going through this process which is a grieving process. It might sound dramatic to you, but it's true. I've experienced it myself and I've seen it countless times with other people in this industry uh, that I know who've gone through redundancy. Um, so you just have to be kind to yourself. Take time out. Don't grab the first thing that comes along. Don't take that knee-jerk reaction. 
Um, maybe you, you, you know, you want to launch that business now and this is the time to do it. Maybe you never had the time to devote to it before. Um, maybe you've even got some money from a redundancy package. Maybe you haven't. There's loads of support out there at the moment. There's never been more support to start a business. Um, but maybe you do want to, you know, find another job. And my advice again is, you know, take your time. Um, you know, what is your ultimate job? What is your ultimate dream? go for that. Why settle for second best now? When are you going to get the time ever again to take the time to reflect on that? So I just wanted to share a story with you that I hope will resonate with you. Um, and you can identify with what I talk about. Um, so anyway, I'm going to go through that now for you. Okay. So story goes, Sarah just loved, loved, loved her job at the airline. She could not imagine doing anything else ever. Sure, at some level, she knew it was a job and perhaps she could earn more money doing something else. However, she was addicted to the lifestyle and put up with the bits she didn't like and stopped thinking about doing anything else. When COVID started, Sarah had a suspicion it might mean a few less flights, a bit like the SARS outbreak did. When the news was announced that people might lose their jobs, Sarah didn't believe it would apply to her. Then suddenly, her airline were on the news, saying there would be job cuts. She started to worry a little and was surprised that she heard it first on the news. Again, she just thought it wouldn't apply to her. She was too loyal to the airline. She had never been one for management speak, but there seemed to be a lot of words flying around with ising on the end of them now. The first big shock was a letter from her manager saying she was at risk and was being assessed on her performance as to whether she would have a job. Sarah could not believe it. After all I've done for the airline, perhaps it will pass over and some other poor people might end up leaving. Two weeks later, she had a phone call from her manager, which she could barely listen to or understand. She was dazed, then sobbed uncontrollably for hours. Very quickly, she started to get massively angry with the airline, her manager, her partner. She could hear her neighbours having a barbecue and just laughing like everything was normal. She was livid with anger and now she was out on her arse. She phoned everyone she knew, desperate to make sense of it all and to vent to everyone and anyone. She started to panic about money and furiously applied for every job going, even though her heart wasn't in it. She went to bed angry. She couldn't sleep right. She was irritable with everyone especially herself. Every morning she woke up and for just a millisecond, it was all a dream. Then the dark cloud was back for the rest of the day. She felt angry and also some shame at feeling rejected from the airline. Her anger seemed to spur her on to becoming quite enterprising, looking on hundreds of sites, speaking to lots of people and even considering starting her own business. After hundreds of non-replies, she started to get interviews. To her surprise, Interviewers really rated her experience, customer orientation, and can-do personality. She thought they were just being nice. She got offered a few jobs and was quite tempted by a few of them. The money and conditions of work seemed a bit better. Still a job, but just different. She was still angry with her airline, but took a job and was grateful. Over the next few years, two things happened. She started to do well at the different jobs and was brave enough to move about a bit. She also noticed that her anger towards the airline didn't really go. It just started to come in waves. The dark clouds still visited when she was reminded, but generally they visited less and less. She started to rationalise what had happened and to some degree was quite enjoying her new life. She felt she had a bit more control. She had a bit more money. 
she felt less tired and even sometimes quite glad to have moved on. Sure, she still missed the trips, the perks, her friends, and lots of random things she had forgotten about, but all in all, she was starting to accept her new life. After several years, she stopped thinking about what the airline had done to her. She never forgave them for how they went about it, though. That still lingered. The bits that remained were now mostly the best bits. So just to recap that story, Sarah, S-A-R-A, shock, anger, rationalize, accept. Job, J-O-B, just, over, broke. And arse, the best word of the lot, anger beats rejection to start enterprise. So a bunch of acronyms for you, but hopefully you get it. You enjoyed the story. It's from a chap called Paul Tizard, who used to work for the airline. And I'm doing a live with tonight on Facebook in my, in our Not Just Crew Facebook group. And trying to help people come to terms with this because it is a process that you go through, whether you work for an airline or not, just, you know, using that as an example. But if you have lost your job or you're in threat of losing your job, um, you will go through shock. You will be anger. You will be angry. Sorry. You will then rationalize what's happened to you and you will eventually accept it. You might not be at that stage now, but believe you me, you will eventually accept it. And the job acronym just overbroke. Well, look, that probably refers a lot more to the airline side of things. Um, the pay wasn't great, but it was a hell of a lifestyle. But there are other things out there. Um, there can be equally good opportunities if you focus on them, if you open your ears and your eyes to them and you're receptive to those opportunities. If you're closed, then you won't. And then... Ask <laughs> anger beats rejection to start enterprise. Self-explanatory, isn't it really? Um, you have and are going through the grief cycle for your job. Sarah is a shortened version of it. You're allowed to be sad, angry, wallow a bit now and then, fight, cry, sulk, rant, laugh, rest, run, swim, walk, smile. You just have to do these things at your own pace. I know from personal experience that aviation is an addictive lifestyle and maybe the job you're in is equally addictive and it takes a while to grieve, to move on and accept that it's happened. There aren't any shortcuts. It happens at your pace. That's okay. And look, that's going to be similar for thousands and thousands of people out there. However, thousands of people will survive what we call this Hunger Games cull of 2020 and will be living with survivor's guilt. This was not your doing or your fault. Most of this is out of your control. So just remember to be kind to yourself. So I hope you enjoyed today's Saturday solo episode. I hope you can relate to it. Um, I often use the, the Steve Jobs quote, um, you can only join the dots when you look backwards is me paraphrasing it, but it is a hell of a coincidence that today, five years ago today, I bumped into Trevor Jenkins at the Battleship building uh, at Virgin Startup. There were literally, I think, 10 people there in the lobby. He was one of them. And it was my first day working with Virgin Startup. 
as a business advisor. So it's funny how things happen for a reason. Little did we realize that this year, um, we got back in touch last year, I guess. Um, Trev then took me on a trip to San Francisco in January, which was epic. Um, been years since I've been on a Virgin flight, been years since I've been to the US. Absolutely loved it. Had an absolute blast. Um, and little did we realize we'd start a, a Facebook group in April this year after talking about it only in March that he decided by me starting another Facebook group called Podpreneur, for those of you interested in podcasting, that it gave him uh, the nudge the kick up the ass to actually start a podcast that he'd been talking about for years and years and years. And this podcast turns into this live show on Facebook that now has 5,000 members, um, which is, I was just looking, 77 people a day are joining this group. It's crazy. It really is. Um, and I'm sure there are bigger and bigger groups out there. They get far more people joining on a daily basis, but from scratch to get this many people joining who are looking for help, looking for support, looking for inspiration is amazing. And we've had so many amazing testimonials from people thanking us for the job that we're doing. Um, you know, every Monday we do a live broadcast where we get somebody in who's not just crew, somebody who's got an inspiring story that they've done whilst crew or since they've left flying and it's inspired other people to do similar things because people have sent in letters thanking us for it and giving their example and people have started businesses and started jobs just through the group of reading and watching and listening to what we've done so if this is sounds familiar this sounds like you at the moment then look there is hope out there um but be kind to yourself, as as I say. Take the time out to really think about what you want to do and then just reverse engineer that process. How can you get there? And what's the first thing that you can do to actually reach that goal? Is it making a phone call, sending an email, re researching a website, whatever it is, meeting somebody? Then take that first step because procrastination is a thief of time and time must not be wasted. And that's my woodwork teacher gave me a thousand lines at that when I was in school. And, uh, yeah, kind of stayed with me that. And, um, <laughs> thought I'd share that with you. Uh, look, dark times, but there is light out there. There are some amazing stories. I think, over 200,000 businesses have been started since lockdown. People are embracing entrepreneurship, embracing enterprise, and people are succeeding. And I want you all to be one of those people as well. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you've got any value from this, as always, this podcast is free. Um, I don't pay for any ads to drive traffic to it. So if you could scroll down, click, write a review, rate the show out of five stars. We love five. Um, just let me know what you think of the show or your thoughts on this particular episode. If you've left a review before, we'd love it if you left another one. And biggest thing is tell somebody else about the show. That's how the show grows organically. Okay, so tell somebody else about it. I'd be massively appreciative. I'll give everybody who leaves a review a shout out as well. So thank you kindly. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. 
You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag. But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook, plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It Just Do It, including all of our live events. I love hearing from you if you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. I promise to reply. Just give me a little time. <laughs>